Yo. Yo, what's up, Steven? What's going on, man? Doing good. How are you? Oh, all right, man. It's uh, actually these past probably like two days, I think the uh, being inside, like the quarantine has like gotten to me a little bit, man. I'm just like, holy crap. Like, it's just like, it's a lot. You got to like, it's like, um, especially now that I'm working home, working from home indefinitely, I'm sure you kind of have a similar mindset to this as well. It's like, I have to like schedule out, okay, I'm going to take a break here. Okay. Like I'm going to stretch or, okay. I'm going to eat yeah. now. Like I, it's like a lot more structure. It's not as like natural. It's like, you actually have to, cause like, if you don't do that, you're just going to end up just like sitting there working and working and working and working and then just be like stressed. Or at least I know I will. Yeah. hundred percent. No, I actually like that. And to be honest, like in this, like separately, I'd love to hear how you kind of your take on going from like working in the traditional environment to like working from home. Cause like for me, I'm used to working from home and I feel like it's kind of gla- uh, glorified or glamorized a bit. Yes. And like, I think it is cool and like no commuting, no traffic, et cetera. But like there is like a lot less accountability if you don't have the right systems in place and it's easy to yeah. get distracted and all that. So um, yeah, yeah, you definitely feel a lot more structured. Yeah, no, I mean, I can, yeah, I can go into that a little bit right now too. It's just like, um, I, I feel like I personally, work better um from home like Mm. remote like i feel like because well one because exactly what you just said there's usually a commute that goes along with it um it's nice to be i feel like sometimes in an office and in that environment to work but yeah i feel like that that's not something that you could that you wouldn't be able to duplicate at home if you like you said have the right system in place like for example like for me i'm in my room at my desk here either here or I'll go downstairs at the table if I need a change of scenery, but I'm in those two spots and that's where I really grind from. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I could just, you know, put my AirPods also the AirPods, dude, I feel like, I feel like it's crazy. Actually. I feel like that's really seriously been a huge deal breaker for me. Funny enough, like turning on the noise canceling for the pros, mm-hmm. like when I turn that on, like I can really hone in and just like focus and like block out everything. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's interesting i mean how about like distractions though do you ever feel yourself like going towards looking at social media or other stuff like that or um sometimes but not like if i have to get something done then i am disciplined enough to get it done mm. i guess i don't know i've just i actually learned it's weird i'm an interesting story like this because i feel like i learned a lot of my time management in college i feel a lot of people a certain amount of people probably feel the same way because I mean, being college for me, I was a computer science major, like, dude, like, it's actually crazy. I don't tell this to a lot of people, but um, it was definitely harder. I think my college experience in my last year of college was harder than my full-time job, Mm. like straight up. Interesting. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, what about yourself? How do you, how, what are, what are some systems that you put in place? Uh, like when you work from home, like, I guess some examples, I could probably just rip them right off of you too. <laughs> Ones that <laughs> yeah, I don't already use. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, to be honest, it's not something that I'm expert at and I kind of go through waves where like I'll hit it really hard and I'll be really productive. And then I'll go through phases where like, I'm a little bit off my routines and I'll obviously still get the things that need to get done, done, but like not maybe some of the stuff I like, I would like to, to move me forward or stuff like that. So, um, just to be upfront about that, like I'm not an expert at this. I know that I have improved a lot by working with my productivity coach over the last, like, Mm-hmm. Um, since like July of last year, so the last like nine months, but I still have a long ways to go. But one of the big things I noticed actually is morning routine. So like if I don't wake up um, at the exact time I want to wake up and hit my morning routine out before working, it'll kind of throw my whole day off. 
Um, mm. I noticed that's like a big one that'll have a big ripple effect. And I've heard a lot of, a lot of other people talk about that as well. Um, aside from that, I noticed like having external accountability, whether that's like team members and accountability group or something like that is helpful because again, mm. like when you're home and I think like if you're in an office and stuff like that, you're really inclined not to, let's say just go on YouTube and watch videos for an hour. But if you're working mm-hmm. from home and by yourself and there's no like set deadline or anything you need to get done, you could always just watch YouTube for two hours and then procrastinate it and then do it later. Obviously, that's not going to be good for you, especially when you have a limited amount of willpower. Like, you know, if you're not doing, being productive, let's say in those first few hours of the day, having the motivation to do something, let's say 12 hours into the day, I mean, that's possible, but like it's a bit harder. You want to try to get most of the work done earlier in the day when you have more willpower. Um, so, yeah, the big ones I would say are like the routines, morning routine. Um, accountability and then also having a bit of structure in terms of like what order you're going to do things in especially if you're Mm -hmm. someone who's like working on your own and your priorities aren't giving given to you and you have to decide your own priorities sometimes you can even have a little bit of a mental block over like um you know using a lot of mental energy over like what do i do next so i feel like pre-planning all that um really just helps a lot so those are my top three i would say yeah i would agree that i also go through phases where like, for example, today, I had a really good day today. I mean, I cashed out, I cashed out at like 3.30 today. I got more done than I did the past two days, probably where I was, you know, on until like probably like five both days. Yeah. And it's just funny because, yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, it also, sometimes it depends on my mood. Like, it's nice to have that flexibility that I feel like in a job, right? You sure. know, not everybody gets to have that. So I'm pretty lucky to have um, the job that, that I have, but it's interesting because since I started, um, my job in like uh, October of 2018, I have been working. I mean, I work at a tech company, as you know, so like I've been actually systems building since I got in the door. I feel like that's actually what differentiates me from, uh, from the other players on my team. And just like a lot of people in general, like I am always interested and I believe you, we share this together in systems building, like from the start, like as quickly as you could kind of do that, that's really where my passion is, is like systems building. Cause it's like, I mean, you know, you can, you can do, you can have a work ethic and, you know, you can, you can grind, hit the pavement and really like, or like you need, I feel like you need those things. Like those are still necessity. Sure. I'm not saying that they're not in any, by any way, but like, I feel like once you grasp that, you kind of, you hit a higher paradigm of like, okay, like now how do I build this system out and how can I do it as quickly as possible, as fast as like as possible, as most efficient as possible, use as least resources and least amount of time and then maximize output. Um, yeah. And I do that a lot, like even at my job. Yeah. My current job now, I mean, that's pretty much like essentially my role on my team. Um, mm. I'm like the systems automation guy. That's what I do. I automate everything. Like I want to automate the process. So like as a team collectively, we end up saving time and money Um yeah. And it's great because now actually I've been building these systems out for probably like a year. So for example, like our, we have a website and like I've created the automated process that like we um, that like builds and deploys our site. So anytime that we want to just push code, we literally push a button and it literally yeah. like does it like 99.9% of the time it works. Sometimes, you know, if there's like, for example, some like uh, update that like we're not notified about, it'll crash and then we just have to like rerun it or change something. Um, but it, like 99.9% of the time, it's literally you do nothing and like different things like that, that I've put into place on my team. So like that, uh, that, you know, now that this is common, we're kind of indefinitely working from home. It, it actually really, I, it's funny, actually on our team, particularly, I actually wrote a post about this on LinkedIn uh, or I commented on a post about this where I think it actually increased our productivity, mm. which is actually insane. Um, obviously 
it's horrible because of it's you know it's a pandemic the coronavirus is what actually you know made that happen but it is so true man like i think everyone on our team recognizes that so uh what do you i guess what are some of your ideas um uh like that you share i guess maybe about like systems building stuff like that and work ethic yeah 100 percent. i basically agree with everything that you just said i mean i think like especially if you're doing everything manually and there's no automation you don't have any you know team members delegate to or things like that you're gonna hit a wall and how quickly you can scale your business or how productive you can actually be. Um, so I think it's important to like, once you're proficient at something or even maybe before you're proficient at it, depending on kind of what your situation is, to build out the system of automating it or bringing someone else in. So like, for example, in my business, which is social media marketing agency, one of the services that we offer is um, social media management for clients. So we'll manage all their social pages, et cetera, et cetera. So in, in my business there, I have a graphic designer who actually helps create all of the posts for clients. So it's like for me, let's say I could do all of that stuff myself. Um, but obviously, if I'm fulfilling all the work myself, I won't be able to have as many clients as I would if I had someone else helping me do that. Um, mm-hmm. And additionally to that, once, let's say, I set up the system of, let's say, spending some time hiring someone, now that work basically gets on autopilot once the person's trained. And it's like, oh, hey, we have this new client. You know, this is how many posts we're looking for. These are the specifics. Like, can you put these together? And then from there, like, it just saves so much time in the long run where it's like, even if I didn't have, let's say, the most productive day or I'm not feeling in the best mood. Like if my graphic designer has a deadline of something, you know, he's going to hit it like that work will get done without me needing to do anything. And I feel like that's kind of the, the higher paradigm I'm trying to hit. It's like, how can I automate or delegate as many things as possible and then focus on the few things that are going to, let's say, drive revenue or systems build or, or drive the business forward to get me to the next level. So that's kind of um, my thoughts on it, which, you know, very much align with yours as well. So. Yeah, no, that's that's it makes a lot of sense. I share the same belief. I have an interesting question. So like, yeah. For you personally, I guess, what is the, how do you know, like the right time to build out the system? Because I feel like sometimes even I myself struggle with that. Like, how do you, how do you kind of measure out those metrics and decide like, okay, this is some, this is a time when I should automate something or it's, this is not worth it. This is, I could still do this. You know, it's a quick little quick fix that I could do now. It might not cost me time. How do you, how do you kind of make that decision? Yeah. I don't necessarily have like an exact scientific process to it, but there's definitely a thought process that goes into it. So for me, it's just a matter of what are all the activities that you're doing right now in your job or your business? Um, And then what are, let's say, some things that only you think you can do or things that you're better at, more proficient at, or more like highly valued? Um, And then what are the things that are, Mm -hmm. let's say, lower value that you know that basically anyone can do and you can delegate that to like a virtual assistant or someone else on the team? And that's kind of how you look at it. So it's like, okay, Let's say, what are the least priority things for me to be doing? Let's try to eliminate those if possible. Just completely get rid of them. If not, can you automate them? Can you get a uh, software to do it or something like that? And then if you can't do that, then maybe you're going to delegate that off to someone else. So I'll give you an example. In my business, like one of the things that I used to do that I don't really do anymore is post scheduling. So for example, for me, it was like, okay, like post scheduling out posts for clients. Is this something that needs to be done? Yes. Can I eliminate it? No, because it needs to be done can I automate it? Actually, in that case, yeah, you can. Um, there's different softwares online. The one that we use is called Hootsuite, where you can actually just schedule all them in once, and then basically it'll be automated, and those posts will get dripped out to the different channels over a set period of time. Um, and then actually I have someone on my team, virtual assistant, delegated, actually setting up those um, posts within that automated system. So for me, it's just a matter of what you're doing in your business, you know, what you think your time is worth, what's more highly valued and what's less highly valued, getting rid of the things that are less important or less highly valued, you know, either eliminating them, automating them, or delegating them, and then just focusing on the things that, let's say, only you can do or that add more value to your job or to your business. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, I like that. Eliminate, automate, delegate. Yeah, and I believe that's kind of a system <laughs> that should from be like a four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss, the book that you got recommended by um, Kevin the other day. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I think what's also important, what you said, is like, I think, well, I don't know, tell me if you agree about uh, with this, but I think it's important for yourself as well. Sure. Like, for like what you said, for you, like, you know that you're, you can be scaling something more maybe in your business for example or for me i could be trying to automate this different piece of like the software and then somebody else could be doing something that is maybe lower viewed as a little lower priority or you just know that it would the time that you could teach that and release that off of your plate is worth you being able to spend more time automating and putting your effort into something else that is going to give you a greater output a greater return Right. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So. And if you're like, let's say just in a startup or like just in the beginning, maybe where you have to also say like, is your time more valuable? Is your time? Do you have more time or do you have more money available? So if you're in a position where you have more money than time, it makes sense. Let's say to delegate or take some of these things off your plate. If you're in a position where you have a lot of time, let's say you don't have any clients and all you have is time on your hands, maybe it makes sense to save a bit of money and just do all of it yourself in the beginning. So from there, it's like there's definitely kind of like a pendulum to where it makes sense. And again. Let's say there's certain activities, let's say like what you do, Stephen, that would obviously be like a, ho- a lot higher value of a skill where it's like it might take someone a bit longer, let's say to automate or uh, delegate that kind of work that you're doing versus let's say scheduling out a social media post, replying to DMs, replying to emails, you're doing basic admin level stuff. Um, I think that's just kind of what everyone has to you know weigh out in their own specific situation. Yeah, cool. Um well, now that we're already 13 minutes in and we've talked about <laughs> automation, we could say, we, I already know what the title of this podcast is. <laughs> but uh, no, I like that though. I think this is actually a really good topic that I feel like we haven't, we've talked about, but we haven't like gone really in sure. depth about it. And I think that it's something that would provide a lot of value to um, other people. And, you know, my podcast being called The Growth Lifestyle, um, I should call it The Automation Lifestyle, actually. <laughs> I should rename it right now. <laughs> well, no, just to run that off, actually, before you go on to your next point, like, I think if someone does actually want to hit that growth lifestyle and achieve growth, like you obviously can't do it all on your own. That's just really like not a good mindset to have. You want to eliminate things that aren't really needed or automate things that you can, if you can get the same level of results, we're putting in less effort. And then obviously when you get to the higher level stages, delegating, working, working with other people, collaborating, et cetera, because obviously you can go a lot farther, you know, in a group or with other people than you can if you're trying to do everything on your own. So. Very, very true. Yeah, man. And that's, uh, that's a perfect segue into, I guess, the, uh, the mentorship topic. We, I guess we don't have to go too, too, you know, much onto it, but yeah, exactly. Just like you said, like, you know, taking on something yourself, um, our perfect example of, you know, not doing that is just finding, uh, finding a mentor or finding somebody who, uh, who is doing what you, or who already has, was already doing something that you want. Like, for example, like you, as you know, my friend, personally like you're like you have so much business knowledge and you help me out with so much uh like just so much of that like honestly i view you as like a, a mentor kind of to me um obviously we don't have like we're not you know working together at this point in time but um yeah that's never even obviously out of the question at all it's just um yeah i mean like you're i consider you a mentor i've had mentors in the past um yeah i mean it's it's just something that it cuts down the learning curve yeah. you know um, even when I'm talking about it right now, it's like, I haven't had a mentor in a while and I've kind of been, um, kind of doing my own thing. And I think if you have your goals, like clear in mind, like it's okay. Um, but yeah, mentorship is something that is just like, 
it it cuts so it cuts so much time out of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think it just kind of cuts back the learning curve because again, like it's one of those things. It's like, why would you venture doing it all on your own if there's someone that's been on the path before you that can kind of cut the learning curve? And I guess like one thing that we've probably both realized, and one of the reasons why we invest in mentors and think it's valuable is you can always kind of make more money, but you can never actually get back your time. So it's like if you can invest into a program, a course, a seminar, a coach, and it can cut your learning curve from let's say learning three years of trial and error on your own. Where it's like it's also not even guaranteed that you'll make it to the end of three years and all the pain and all the failure and all the setbacks when you can cut that, let's say, to a year or six months. Like, you know, how much is two years of your life worth to you? So that's kind of the mindset that I have when I go into yeah. this stuff as well. Or even differently, too. I've had experiences where it's like, OK, well, um, yeah, with my previous business, like my social media um, consultation that I was doing. It was like I was realized you could realize something that maybe isn't for you in a different direction that right. you should go in faster. Yeah, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be. I think that's something that's important for myself, even saying it out loud is like that. And that's a big part of it, too, because, you know, if you especially also if you don't know something, you got to like you got to be trying as many things as possible. I feel like that's in the that's where kind of I'm at right now. I'm in the tasting like, OK, like what 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 is most important to me? What 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 really makes right. me tick um, and like double down and triple down on that? And what am I good at? Like a combination of like, what am I good at? What makes me tick? And then how can I like kind of monetize that? Um, I feel like that's the ever ending question for like an entrepreneur. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think, yeah, that's a good point too. Cause like you'd rather, let's say, try something out in the first month and see if it's for you or not, instead of waiting six months to actually get the feedback where, let's say, you have the client call or you do you create the ad campaign or you coach someone or whatever, whatever the thing is, and you're figuring it out that you, let's say, spent six months researching something that you didn't even want to do when you could have actually just started tasting it more and actually putting it into practice in month one and realizing that. And then, you, know, you could use the other five months to explore different options as well. So now I completely agree with that. Yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much what this podcast in, of, in and of itself is about as well. I mean, I just like, let's see where it goes. And I think it's cool. Um, so uh, yeah, why don't we, uh, why don't we just real quick talk about like what your plan is? I mean, I'm still curious because I don't know exactly um, what your plan is with your, your mentoring program and your, you know, the site that you set up and uh, what, your, I, I guess, ideal client is people who you're, who you want to work with and think you could help and bring value yeah, 100%. to. So Ooh, it's still very much like in the early stages, but it's kind of come about more so due to demand. Cause it's not like I've always wanted to help people and work with people one-on-one and, and all that stuff and build a brand online and impact people, et cetera, et cetera. But it was always for me about when it was the right time. Um, and for me now, like I'm just getting a good amount of requests through like my Instagram DMS and people that are messaging me on different platforms that are kind of curious about what I do and, you know, want to learn more about it. And then potentially now within the last few months, people like ask me if there's any ways to work with me one-on-one, which there really hasn't been up until like this last week or two. Um, I built out a funnel, like a small website, just kind of outlining, um, you know, what I do, what I can offer and making sure that the people that go through that are a good fit to actually hop on a call with me and then see if they're a good fit to join my one-on-one private coaching program. Um, So yeah, and that basically I want to help either aspiring social media marketing agency owners or existing social media marketing agency owners um, expand their business, land their first client, automate more, scale, um, build their team, like whatever it is, and just kind of help them along that process. And so they don't have to go through all the trial and error that I did so they can start getting results quicker or whatever yeah. that may be. So um, yeah, for me, and just to give you an update on that as well, just by posting a little bit naturally, like yeah. posting some people reaching out to me on my Instagram story or other things like that. I actually had, didn't really expect this to happen either. I was mainly planning on pushing it out through YouTube. 
um, cause I'm going to be building my audience there as well. And through Instagram stories in the last week, I had like two people reach out to me and they actually booked in calls just full transparency as well. The one call I had scheduled for today, just no showed. So I don't really know what the situation was there. And then I have another call on Wednesday as well. And, um, yeah, so those are potential coaching students on top of the agency that I run, which is more so my main focus, but I'm going to start picking up coaching students on the side as well. So kind of already got the, the snowball rolling a little bit there as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it's cool. Cause you could do both at the same time. Right. And that's kind of like what I did too, with like my side hustle. I mean, since it's your, your kind of full-time gig, you, you were all your times invested. I mean, you scaled your, dig- your, um, digital marketing agency to something that's so huge, which is honestly like super inspiring. Um, and it's cool because I feel like you, like somebody who wants to work with you, it's very easy for somebody who is interested in social media marketing or is already even better already in it. You've already had yeah. such results in it. I mean, you don't even have to, you could literally just be like, well, I already did this. Like literally just work with me and you're going to save time. Like there's no, you don't even have to sell any, it's, you literally did it. So, um, and at the same time, you could still do it as you're, you're still, you could still do your, you know, you run your digital marketing agency while you coach. It doesn't, there's no problem with that. It's kind of what I did, although I kind of stopped because the whole social media, I just sure. realized it really wasn't for me. I was just more passionate yeah. about the automation and the social, the social dynamics yeah. of it really. Um, and you know, the networking aspect, which is, you know, brought me to what I'm doing now. 100%, so yeah. And I think yeah. on that, like, yeah, like I said, I was resistant to it for a while, but, um, I'm kind of realizing that I think it'll kind of also push me. Like I'll have students that I'm teaching and I also want to make sure that I'm practicing what I preach on a very high level to like inspire my students and feel like I'm a credible source for them to go do. And I feel like it'll also have like this win-win because I feel like the more my agency grows, the more credibility I'll have working with my coaching students. And then also the more credibility, like the more I'm able to coach my students and get them results, I feel like that'll also have me help me increase my authority with my agency clients. Cause it's like, I not only do this and run a successful business on my own, but I also teach other people how to do the same thing. So I feel like I'm going to be able to kind of come at it from like a full circle. That's approach. Crazy. And I feel like that'll also differentiate me from other agencies. Um, and even as I'm, going to be building my own brand on the different social media channels it's like um i'll also be practicing what i preach to my you know my marketing agency clients as well so i'm kind of really excited for this kind of full circle transition and i'm still like in the earlier stages of it and putting things in place but i'm really excited you know for the next like three six nine twelve months so yeah that's awesome and it's already so promising because yeah like you said you already have people reaching out to you i love how you screenshot it and put it on your story just the actual like complete leverage move right there it's like it's amazing because it's true it's like you have people that are reaching you you're so you're in demand you know it's people want to work with you that's like that's awesome like yeah and that should it's, be it's valued too and yeah i appreciate so. you saying that because like for me like i don't really even realize it and a lot of times i won't post it just because i don't really think like i don't want to say i don't think anyone cares but like it's not really on the forefront of my mind because i'm just mainly focused on building my agency out um but i'm starting to realize now that like over time as i trickled the thing because i haven't really ever put a solid strategy or put too too much effort into it it's like I'm realizing that people are interested in even having like old friends or people that I met like four or five years ago, like, you know, hitting me up directly, like asking about, you know, how things are going or, you know, what, you know, what it is. Cause I think it's something as well. Like a lot of people are interested in the whole concept of an online business and working from home and things like that. So I don't know. It's something I, I have definitely like a blind spot mm-hmm. to for like a really long time. And I'm definitely kind of seeing the potential of it more recently. So yeah. it's funny because flashback to obviously I have my full-time job now, but, um, um, and, you know, we've talked about even working together with the whole sales and all that stuff. It's, it's just interesting because I, I like what you're doing right now is like, it's so it's actually like, it's smart, but it's really not that hard too. like what you're doing. It's like, you've just created a system and scaled out. Like, 
really what you're doing is you're literally automating like somebody's social media, like uh, social media, like uh, accounts and like advertising. Like that's, I mean, it's really like it, it's not easy. I'm not trying to downplay it by any means, but at the same time, like there's just a set a finite set of things that you have to do. And I mean, obviously you can do more and more and scale out um, what you've done, but it's just crazy because that's how, I mean, that's a path that I would have, that would have been great. Like if you existed while, when I was, you know, for example, just getting started, I would have easily just been like, oh, well, I want to work with you for sure. And that would have worked. And it's funny because that's the same way I started. Exactly what you described mm-hmm. was the same way I started. It was just demand of like people wanted to reach out to me, like you yourself and other people and other friends uh, who I'd you yeah. know, spoken with in the past and are like, hey, man, like, what, do, what are you up to? Like asking me like about like, you know, social um, social circles, like lifestyle design, like how do you do this or whatever? And it's like, well, it's like crazy because it doesn't. Yeah, to you, it's like well, what do you mean? How did I do this? Like, I, I like, yeah. you just did it. So you don't really think about it, but then like, you have to go back and like, figure out how, how can you teach that to somebody? And I think that's like a whole nother paradigm. And yeah, yeah I think it's so and, beneficial. Like, that's why I think it just also like, it comes out like a win-win from so many angles. Cause even I'm thinking about like the different price points I'm going to offer my coaching at, which still aren't really finalized. I mean, my main concern now is just like customer satisfaction, making sure the people I work with are happy and they're getting results. And then obviously the rest of the things can be optimized mm-hmm. after that. Um, but I'm thinking about what I'm going to price it at. Yes. It's like, it's so win-win because I think about like how much money I've made from the business model that I run. And it's like someone that's getting access to me when I have experience doing this for like three plus years and you know how much I'm going to be able to kind of bestow upon them, like things I wish I knew three years ago. And it's like, yeah, like the way I think also mentorship works, Mm -hmm. it's like month one, you could have crazy ROI more likely what I'm going to do is going to come in there, change their mindset, change their business, give them the principles and the tactics they need so that they can kind of scale their own results month over month as I've been able to do for myself towards like, yeah, like this investment will continue to pay off for them years or potentially even decades down the road with the things and the principles I'm able to teach them. So I think that's kind of one thing that's really exciting about the whole one-on-one mentorship thing as well. Yeah, it is. It's super exciting. And I know um, we'll wrap up here in a few minutes, um, but the last kind of really important thing I wanted to bring up too is like, I I forgot where I heard it, but there's that principle of basically, um, I don't, I don't know who it came from, but basically you, uh, in your knowledge and your work, it's basically, you should basically be doing, you should be grinding. Part of you should be grinding, doing things yourself and like kind of maintaining that work ethic and doing the things you have to do. Is that at 33%? And then, yeah, is it 33% should be you helping people that, you know, maybe haven't gotten to the place that you have gotten to yet. And then the other 33% should be you looking towards mentorships of people who have already done it. Um, And basically, if you can, if you can kind of balance those three, I feel like really that, that is your, your, your path to success. That's your direct, that's the quickest line to success that you would have, because it's like, that you can, it's like, it's value arbitrage almost because you're going to be giving value so much to people that are, you know, that are trying to learn the things that you've learned, but they're gaining so much because they don't know that. So they're learning. And then you know, it's this vice versa, the same exact principle from the people that you're learning from. So, yeah, and it just snowballs. Um, and yeah, I think the one thing, yeah, 33% of the time with people around the same level as you, 33% around mentors, 33% like helping people that are like behind you a bit. And I think that's valuable as well. Cause I think like you said, like, there's value to teaching. There's value to kind of being around people on the same level as you and like collaborating different things. And there's also value like learning from people that are where you want to be. Um, so yeah, I really like that. I also realized too, like as we kind of discussed a bit earlier, you can always focus on automations and scaling and all that stuff. But at a certain point too, if you're capped out by your environment, your surroundings, the people you associate with, it'll be a lot harder for you to grow than let's say if you actually yeah. do have exposure. Because I know for me, every time I get exposure to someone who's doing a lot better, 
it's like, ah, oh, like, you know, I'm really messing up. Like I could be doing so much more. And then it kind of pushes you to get to that next level. Whereas if you didn't have mm-hmm. that exposure, you, you probably wouldn't, you know, have that same feeling. Yeah. So that's very true. It is. But, um, but is there any uh, last things I want to try and keep it under 30 minutes? I don't want it to be too long. Cause I don't know if people will probably, yeah, sure. you know, stay for the whole thing, but, um, is there anything else last kind of minute thoughts or, you know, shout out you want to mention about your, you know, your mentorship program. You, I know you already said that you're, you know, it's a digital marketing agency kind of mentorship program, but uh, yeah, any sure. last thoughts um, on that before so we wrap I mean, up? Yeah. If you want to connect with me further, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Michael Vargas underscore. I'm going to be posting content on YouTube as well, which will probably be plugged somewhere there on Instagram. You can just find me on YouTube at Michael Vargas, my name. Um, that's really it. I mean, I would say like for whatever you want to do in life, make sure you get around people that are like-minded and also pursue mentorships with people that can kind of shortcut your learning curve um, if you actually are serious and committed to getting the next level and then obviously soon enough as well i'll be kind of fully launching out my coaching program so if you are interested in that feel free to drop me a message and i can send you through to the uh, application there but that's it yeah that's it for me steven and uh, i appreciate you having me on yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, and I think I'll uh, I'll see. I don't know how to work Anchor as much yet because this is obviously oh. my first. This will be my first one. So, um, but I'm assuming that there's a way for me to, uh, you know, have in the description maybe uh, your social media stuff down there because uh, I'm just gonna post this kind of raw how it is, and uh, I think it's gonna be a good test just to see and just share it and uh, see who listens. You know, I mean, 30 minutes of us you know, <laughs> rambling. Who doesn't want to listen to us, Michael? Right? <laughs> Especially when everyone's cooped up inside for however long. So, uh, yeah, thank you once again for coming on. Um, and, yeah, thanks. And yeah. we'll talk uh, yeah. very, very soon. Word. All right, appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Talk soon. Right. Take it easy.